but you know in you that it's something you want to do, something you're meant to do, something you know that would help tons of people. But yet you go along and you keep putting it off and putting it off. Your wildest dreams and desires are totally worth doing. The world has changed so much. Everything's online and everyone's attention span has shortened. Instagram, TikTok is now the way we communicate. Hi, I'm Margaret. And I'm Stetson, the mother-daughter team at Everything Envy. Former professional home organizers turned content creators. In this podcast, we talk about the behind the scenes of our growing business and how we figure out how to navigate through the constant changes in social media. Welcome to the Everything Envy podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. It's only me, just Margaret here today because if you've been following us on social media, you already know Stetson has had laryngitis. I kid you not, like almost all week, (laughs) all all week long. Just to give you a little update, we celebrated Stetson and Brandon uh, like an early wedding dinner. I think we've talked about it a couple of times on the podcast, but uh, because so many family members of Brandon were not able to go to Cancun for the ceremony, we actually had a dinner here in our Southern Oregon at Vista 222, a beautiful vineyard out here in Oregon. And it was lovely. And there's probably 100 people there. Stetson was talking a lot. And anyway, Monday morning, she wakes up and she has no voice. (laughs) So it just carried on. I think it came back a little bit one day during the week. We did our Amazon Live and she was kind of struggling through that on Tuesday. But then we thought it was getting better and then it was gone. And anyway, it's just been a real thorn because... She has so much content to record and so many voiceovers to do because she's trying to get all of the videos done before we leave for Mexico. So Stetson leaves. In fact, the day you're listening to this, she'll be on a plane heading to Cancun. I leave on Wednesday. So it's been, oh my goodness, it's just been uh, kind of a little bit of a stressful ride. I am actually sitting in my car when I don't have the good microphones in front of us. Like we usually have our podcast mics. And we're sitting in Stetson's office or, you know, wherever we sit. But otherwise, I just record in the car. The car is like a great uh, little recording studio. So (laughs) just to throw that out there, you know, you don't always have to have everything perfectly set up to make a podcast. So let's see other updates. We are scrambling to get ready for our trip to Mexico. There's so much on our plate, so many things to do. Stetson's writing schedules for our team because they're going to be posting what she does I've been getting our um, assistant bookkeeper on board in the back end so that she knows what to do. And just so many things to check off the list. I've had just technical issues going on with like emails and stuff and our giveaway. You know, we had our 500K turnover and we had a giveaway to give away five $500 Amazon gift cards. And I sent out emails, these lovely, beautiful emails to our winners. And I kid you not, it's been crickets. We haven't heard anything from them. Oh my goodness. I just don't know what's going on. And and Setson and I are just baffled. And we bounced it off of our brand manager. And she says, you know, well, you know, make sure you give them 24 to 48 hours. I use a tool called Flowdesk, and it's actually a add-on to our website. So I send emails through there through Flowdesk. And they actually have really cool analytics and things that you can see behind the scenes. So I went on there and I could see that every one of them opened the email 
And then I also sent out a general email to our list to say, we picked the five winners, you know, check your inboxes. They opened those. Every one of them has opened every email that we've sent them <laughs> since we started sending emails. And yet we've heard nothing from them. So yesterday I sent an email out just from our main, you know, email address to see if maybe there was a glitch, something going on in Flowdesk. You know, I did some testing. I responded to some emails that I sent to myself to see if, we actually got a response and, you know, there's no glitches there. So I sent them an email saying, okay, we'll give you another 24 hours. And I was really hoping to hear from them this morning on Saturday because I could see that they opened their emails maybe late in the evening. So I thought, well, maybe they're working or time zone changes, whatever. Nothing. Still don't hear anything from them. So I, I'm feeling the pressure of it because we really wanted to give them away, you know, and send people gift cards before we go on our trip. And we do not send out gift cards or any kind of a gift until we hear back from them because we want to make sure it's a real person and not a bot. So I don't know, but I'm going to talk to our brand manager and see, you know, kind of get her feedback. I kind of really want to wait now at this point until we get back from Mexico and draw five more names then. I'm going to bounce it off Stetson this morning and see because we are down to the wire and I still have so much to do. Stetson has so much to do. I don't know. Just, you know, <laughs> what what are these little things going on behind the scenes in Everything Envy World that is super fun and exciting but just adds a little bit more stress. So we are hoping Stetson's voice comes back as she rests a little bit more the week. But I wanted to leave you with like a little nugget. So as you know, Stetson and I went to Funnel Hacking Live and we were there just a couple of weeks ago in Orlando, Florida. One of the speakers we heard there, her name is Jamie Kern Lima. Maybe you've heard of her. She's the gal that sold the cosmetic company to L'Oreal for $1.2 billion that she started and founded on her own. And she told her whole story. At one point, she was a waitress at Denny's. She just started, you know, ground zero. But she has the skin issue that she was trying to figure out, uh, rosacea, and she's trying to figure it out. And she ended up just making her own cosmetic line and how she had to try to find people to market it for her and the whole QVC story. Anyway, you could look her up. It's quite a fascinating story that she has. But what she was talking about that really resonated with me anyway, maybe it resonates with you too was about hiding in plain sight. And so she talked a lot about this, how she felt like she was hiding in plain sight. And what she meant by that was like an example of hiding hiding from yourself because of your self-doubt. Like how many of us are out there in the world with our smiles on and we're trying to do our best and we're always trying to be very professional, smiling all the way through, when deep down inside, when you take that smile off your face, that you're really hiding just a lot of self-doubt. And the self-doubt is, oh, I can't do this. I don't know what I'm thinking. You know, I really want to do this one thing, but I just don't think that I can. Or you talk yourself out of it. You know, I, I can't do this. Um, you just have so much there. That's an example of hiding in plain sight. And she gave so many other examples. But really... What it comes down to is you have to believe that you are worthy of your wildest dreams. Stetson and I have talked about that this before, because if your dreams are not something that scares you, you know, gives you some like pretty major fear, then that dream is not big enough. 
So, and you can go, I don't know if you're like gone back and you binge watching our podcast. It's way back there though, when we're talking about some of the things we went through and we were going through personal development and breaking through the terror barrier and where it's really, really scary to, to do something and move forward, but you do it anyway, you just do it. You don't have any idea how it's going to happen, how you're going to pull things together, how you're going to figure it out, but you just do. And that's how we've continued to grow is by pushing through our fears. So this really resonated when she talked about believing that you are worthy of your wildest dreams and desires, that you have those, you know, we all have these deepest, wildest dreams. Maybe it's starting a podcast, who knows? And you just feel like so fearful. Like, I have no idea how to start a podcast, but I really want to. I have an audience that I want to speak to. And I have so many things that I could share that I could help them with. Maybe you have a book in you that you want to write. Maybe you haven't started your business yet. Maybe you have another wild idea of a business. Maybe you're in something now and you don't really feel passionate about it, but something in you knows that you will be great. Maybe you have some product line you want to start something totally crazy that, you know, if you shared it with any family member or friend, they're going to look at you and go, what are you thinking, girl? You are just absolutely nuts. This is crazy. But you know in you that it's something you want to do, something you're meant to do, something you know that would help tons of people. But yet you go along and you keep putting it off and putting it off. Your wildest dreams and desires are totally worth doing. And the, the only thing you have at risk is of failure is, is by failing to start. Seriously. Like, you know, I know if Stetson was on here with me, she would probably be getting all excited about this topic too, because this failure to start is the biggest failure at risk. Unless you start something, you just never know what's going to happen. It morphs into things. So here's an example. When I started this company, it was called The Clutter Bee, as you all know. And I actually had a previous name before that. I called it The Clutter Busters. And then I found out that that name was like a franchise. So I changed the name to The Clutter Bee. And then we were doing, I was doing organizing. I was doing senior moves. And then Stetson joined forces. And then we were doing senior moves still. And then we started doing luxury moves and blah, 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 blah morphing, changing, morphing all through COVID. We were doing moves again and then relocations again. And anyway, here we are doing something totally different. But had we stopped ourselves and said, you know, what are we thinking? We can't do this social media world. You know, why would we even try that? Well, you know, somewhere in us, we thought, well, we really wanted to have some residual income going on. And that's why we started kind of dabbling with reels. And you know that whole story if you've been listening to our podcast. And we started doing reels and our growth in Instagram started growing. We gained 10,000 followers in a month back last year in 2021. And now here we are just turning over half a million followers on Instagram. Had we had this personal doubt, like, what are we thinking? We can't do this. It never would have happened. Had I had self-doubt originally when I was a divorce, you know, I had divorced. I still had kids at home. I was working at a chiropractor for $12 an hour had I told myself, what are you thinking? You can't start an organizing business. It's never going to work. I wouldn't be here where I am today with Stetson. So those of you that are listening, if you needed to hear kind of a recap of yourself, like, you know, building your own self-esteem or taking away that, that fear of doing something, 
I'm just, I'm giving you permission to stop hiding in plain sight, dig down, tackle your wildest dreams and desires, you know, find your goals, write it down, make yourself a vision board. Stetson and I have vision boards that we look at every single day. And by the way, the 500,000 followers on Instagram is on our vision board. And we look at it every single day. That was the one thing we wanted, or excuse me, like one of the things we wanted to do and wanted to achieve this year. And we did it. And there's other things on our on our vision board that we've accomplished this year. And there's a few that may not happen this year, but they will. So we will keep them on the vision board, but do that for yourself. Start a vision board, make it, make it on Canva. If you don't feel crafty and creative, go on Canva and make one there or get out a bunch of magazines or whatever, just draw, you know, put it in your bullet journals. If you have a bullet journal, wherever you could see it every single day, I cannot stress it enough. Make yourself a vision board because there's no better way to keep honing in on your goals than just seeing them every single day. But know that the greatest and biggest setbacks of life also are actually the setups for your greatest seasons of growth. Every single step of the way, and I can go on and on about some of the failures, the so-called failures that Stetson and I have experienced just in the business growth, like we started things and they, they didn't do anything. And was it a failure? A failure if we look at it that way, but really it wasn't a failure because we actually learned so many things from that. Just going through the process of trying something, trying to start something and it doesn't take off. So we switched gears and we tried something else and other things take off. You know, you know, we've done a lot of coaching. We've had a lot of success with our coaching. It was great. And, but like hiring somebody to do a service for us, like a podcast company where we paid a lot of money for them to edit and produce our podcasts, completely money out the door. We've had a lot of those where we've spent money and it was like money out the door, but we always learn from it. So was it a setback? It's always a setback. Every, every day in life, we have little setbacks, we have big setbacks, but hearing that they are actually the setups for the greatest seasons of growth has been just so true for our growth. Our setbacks, we just get over them very quickly. And we just look at it as, okay, that didn't work. Let's try something different because we have gotten over it so quickly that a setback is never a setback for us. A setback is actually just a stepping stone and a learning curve. Are we angry at ourselves sometimes? Yeah, certainly are. But, you know, we just hone in and we own those emotions. And we know that that's just part of life. But we never look back on anything that we thought might have been a setback. We always look at it as a positive. And that's not always easy to do because, you know, we all have our internal egos and we beat ourselves up over for a while. I wake up sometimes still at things that I, I didn't do or I should have done. And, you know, we all do that. But that's just being human. That's just human nature. That's just what we do. But that's okay. Let's just know that everybody does that. <laughs> All humans do that. But you don't have to hold yourself back so much and feel that setback for so long that it, it stalls you from trying something different. Sometimes that setback, it's just you have to do the same thing, but just slightly differently. Like maybe you want to start a business, for example. You haven't started it or you haven't started 
some new division of your business. Now, we have a lot of home organizers on here, I know. And perhaps you want to, you know, you're home organizing and you're doing things, but maybe deep down you want to do like senior, you know, moves. Maybe you want to do relocations or maybe you want to do bigger jobs. Maybe you're still stuck in the loop of doing small projects and you really want to do bigger projects. Do it. Just like get into the shoes. This is something that I feel like is really important too. You actually have to wear the shoes of the person you want to become before you become that person. I feel like this is such a great, like a little metaphor. Imagine yourself in the cool shoes, you know, the the $500 shoes or whatever shoes you want, you know, like picture them and wear those shoes. That is the person that I, when I have those big jobs and I'm going to buy those shoes and I'm wearing those shoes, you know, you have to visualize yourself in the future before you get there. And there's so many personal development people that talk about this kind of thing, but just being that person and just owning into it, it's not easy to do, believe me. It's it's like a, you know, because you feel like, well, this is kind of a fake feeling. You know what I mean? Like it's not, I'm not there yet. How can I feel that when I'm not there? But you just have to imagine yourself as that person. So if you are wanting to do big, bigger projects, for example, again, I'll go back to that. You want to do bigger projects, but you don't know how to get there. Well, just start saying that you do these bigger jobs. It doesn't have to be a huge job. Maybe it's only you. Maybe you're a solopreneur or maybe you have somebody as an assistant or whatever and you feel like, oh, there's no way I can do these bigger jobs because I don't have the team. But you have to start acting as that person. You have, I, I, and I, we've talked about this before. Just in general, we talk about it so many times. When you start letting go of the smaller version of yourself is when you start attracting bigger and bigger things. That smaller person of yourself will hold you back. And it just goes back to, you know, hiding in plain sight. Like I'm doing my job. I'm, I've got customers. I've got clients. I'm doing work. I've got jobs, but I really want to do bigger jobs. And I really want to charge more money. And I really wanted this and that. There's so many things. So here's a simple strategy. Just start charging more for your time. And that was a big one for me. I have to tell you, it was a big one for me to start charging more for my time. I'm an organizer and I was charging a very small amount for my hours. And it wasn't until I started charging more for my hours that I started attracting the bigger jobs. It was that simple. In my community, it was that simple to just start charging more money. Maybe it's only $10 more an hour. That's huge. If you can charge $10 more an hour, that's $10 more an hour you're going to get for your jobs. And it's a small, really, really small dollar amount. But just know that you are worth it. You are worth making more money an hour. And believing that you are worthy of that is part of it. So if this little podcast does nothing else than to help you get over the hurdle I am so passionate about helping people just like believe in themselves and knowing that you can do it because I know those struggles. I tell you, I'll, I'll tell you how much I was charging when I first started. I, I was charging $35 an hour. Now, granted, this was 2016, but I thought that was a huge amount of money from making $12 an hour. But it was such a huge leap for me to start doing that. 
And, and when I was charging that, I wasn't getting big clients. I was getting a hoarder client. I was getting clients that didn't know how to get through rid of their stuff. And it wasn't great. And, but I did it. And I learned a lot from those clients. I won't, I didn't work with hoarders anymore, but you know, I worked with a two hoard, one hoarder, one really bad hoarder and one that just had a hard time letting go. And I just, I never did it again, but I learned so much from those gals working with them, learning that that's not what I want to do. But when I increased my time to like $45 an hour, I started attracting more people. And then I went up to $75 an hour and then I attracted even bigger people. So wherever you are in your journey, if you're feeling stuck and you want to attract like bigger jobs, bigger clients, that's just a simple way of doing it. The other thing too, if you're just overwhelmed with so many small jobs and you feel super, super busy and like things are just chaotic, increase your rates, charge more. You'll start attracting bigger jobs that you can focus on. This was a big one for myself and Stetson when we started charging more for our bigger job. We started attracting bigger jobs and then we didn't do the smaller jobs. So we just had bigger jobs where we can manage them more easily and more effectively because it's a lot of planning that goes into the job. The same amount of planning goes into a small job as what goes into a big one. So that's how you simply transition into like attracting just bigger jobs. And then again, back to the hiding in plain sight, try to just take a look at yourself, you know, just starting today, you're going to hear this podcast on a Monday, start your day off with just reflecting, am I hiding in plain sight? Do I have like self-doubt? And what has that self-doubt already cost you? You know, what is it costing you now? Is it holding you back from moving forward in a decision? And this could even go like in your personal lives. You know, like, is there there something that you need to let go of so that you can move forward? And there are things that we just have to let go of. Things that eat our time. Things that don't make us feel good about ourselves. Things that we constantly have to make excuses for or excuses to, you know, that prevent us. How can you self-reflect, look at yourself and get rid of all of those little things that are holding you back. And, you know, especially if it's self-doubt, that's a huge one, but just, you know, reflect, take a few minutes, take an evening, take an hour, whatever it takes. Maybe it's something you have to do over the course of the week, like just a little bit, pay attention to it, pay attention to yourself. I know I'm rambling, but I just get so passionate about this kind of thing, but pay attention to yourselves and know like take, just really seriously reflect what is holding you back from your success of where you want to be. And then put yourself in those shoes where you're not at, put yourself in those big girl shoes of where you want to be and that person that you want to be and start acting like that person, start dressing like that person, start doing your hair and makeup like that person, hold yourself tall, stand up straight, use good posture and just be that successful person and you will start becoming that person that you will be when you get to that goal of where you want to be. And this process, by the way, never, ever stops. You constantly reinvent yourself. You just become a different person all the time. And your habits, maybe there's something about yourself you don't like. (laughs) I've gone through that. There's so many things like maybe I, I don't know, maybe I'm always saying I'm sorry. Maybe, you know, you're always uh, like, yeah, you're apologizing for everything you say wrong. Or maybe you're just feeling like you stay up too late at night. 
looking on Instagram, looking on social media, and you want to get more sleep. Maybe you want to get up earlier and start your workout routine. Maybe you want to squeeze it in at the end of the day, you know, your self-care, you keep making excuses for not doing it. You know, those are the kinds of things that are so important to keep us happy and healthy, but do the things, do the things that make you feel good. Don't, you know, stop making excuses for yourself for why you're not doing it. If you want to go and work out, you want to start a little workout routine, you want to start journaling, you want to start a bullet journal. Well, what's preventing you from doing that? Are you spending too much time on social media? Are you not getting out of bed when you should be? Or are you getting out of bed and when you should be working out, you're just hitting your table right away, you're at your desk, you're on your computer, you're starting to work, and you're you're making work an excuse for not working out or not eating well? You know, these are the delicate balances that are different for everyone. They really are. But just start reflecting on that and see see how your life changes by just shifting your mental gear stop making excuses and stop hiding in plain sight. So I hope that does a little bit for you today. I, I know I rambled a bit, but um, just, you know, I care about you all. And Stetson does too. All of our listeners, you know, we mean, you all mean so much to us and all of our followers on Instagram, our whole community. We just feel so blessed that we are surrounded by such lovely people. If you like this podcast, you know, be sure and give it a rating, you know, give it a, five star wherever you're listening to it and if there's something in here that resonated dm us dm us and let us know also as always if you have anything you want us to talk about we are always open to having people you know dm us and say hey can you just talk about this sort of thing and what's your opinion on that you know definitely let us know because we love just answering questions and helping people in any way we can so i hope you all have a great week and we will just talk to you next time bye bye Thanks for listening to the Everything Envy podcast. If you love this episode, then please take a moment and give it a five-star review and share it with your friends. And if you're not yet following Everything Envy on social media, all the links and our favorite business resources are waiting for you in the show notes for this episode. Until next time, have an amazing day.